Episode 3. What are these refs doing? This is basketball. These refs are trying to make a name for themselves. We don't want to watch you. We want to watch hoops. What foul? What? He didn't touch him. No one was in the space. These refs want to make the game. They want to win the game. They don't care about basketball. And yes, the K-81 was a foul. Dragic ran right under him. The K-80 had no no space to land for freaking Doris talking about, well, that's not a foul. It's the same thing I just... No, it's not the same! k Mini needs a space to land. Let him land. That's a foul. Jimmy Butler sticks his whole legs out. That's offensive. And no one touched him anyway. What are they talking about? And now we're down 2-0 as the number one seed. Eric Bledsoe. How many times are you going to give the ball to Wesley Matthews? Does he score? Does he get buckets? No. Give it to somebody else. Give it to K-Mitty. Give it to Brooke. Give it to Giannis. He forces the ball to Wesley Matthews every time, and now Wesley Matthews is still covered, and he has to make a move for himself. I don't know how many turkeys have. I have to look at his stats. The game just ended. Why do you keep giving it to him? Budenholzer, get him out of here. George Hill's reliable. And don't get me started with booze and hope. I don't even care about your name. How many subs are you going to make in the last three minutes? Every possession, you're going to take somebody out, throw two new people in, take two people out, throw two people in? Can we get a rhythm? Can we let people ride out with three minutes left? Can you get reliable five players out there and keep them in and let them work together? But no, you put them in, take them back out. Put them in, take them back out. You're flustered. I can see it. Froze. I'm back. What was I saying? Budenholzer, just taking people out. You're flustered. I can see it. Last time out. Y'all drawing up plays? He was just running fr fr frantically back in the huddle. You're three steps away. Have some calmness. It's, we need him to hit a shot. How are they going to hit a shot if the coach has is flustered? You're sweating all over. You're running when there's three steps away. It's not going to make a difference. Just just stroll back. Keep calm. Do you see Popovich sprinting around? Do you see him sweating all the time? Steve Kerr? You're supposed to... No! No! I don't know what else to say. Giannis hooped. K-Mitty hooped. Let's look at the stats. Kennedy got some fouls. He started looking for fouls and he got them. They were fouls. Doris. They were. <sighs> See how many turnovers Bledsoe at? Three. I know, that's what I'm talking about. He was giving the ball to Wesley Matthews. With a guy on him. Kennedy's clapping for the ball. Giannis is in the post. Every time. Nots give it to Wesley Matthews. Let's let him do something with eight seconds left with someone on him. Want to know what Wesley Matthews had? Two of eight. Zero assists. Three turnovers. We have vets on the bench. When people are doing dumb stuff, we got people we can put in. Put in Ursan. Ilyasova. He'll draw a charge because they're calling everything. We'll get a charge then. Corver. He got it. He forced the steal at the end. He's going to hit threes. 
Bledsoe needs to come off the bench. Only play him when K-Mitty sin, because he don't want to give the ball to K-Mitty. I don't know what his problem is. K-Mitty, they be running the play where they where he loops around, and the guard sets a screen for him, and then he, he gets the switch, and then he goes to work. Eric Bledsoe, as K-Mitty is looping around for the play they run, Eric Bledsoe just runs at the ball and starts clapping. No, you set the screen! <sighs> My gosh, now we're down 2-zip, huh? Next one's, next one's must win. I tell you that much. We got game seven going on here. I'm watching it. My goodness. Brooke Lopez, he's he's ready to hoop. We're not playing defense though. Gosh. Just letting people shoot threes. And Eric Bledsoe just gives up on play. If he gets beat, if he gets crossed over, he just stands there. Go look at the Terry Rozier game winner on him. He gets crossed, and what does Eric Bledsoe do? Oh, he just stands there. He doesn't even try and get back and contest. He just gives up on plays. We'll go watch back that game. He turns the ball over and he just stands there. People next to him sprint back. Blood show? No. You're not the blood show. You're blood so. There's no show. You're a no show. No blood show. Change your Instagram name. I'm pretty sure it's blood show now. Get rid of that. Marvin. He's one for six, but he'd be fighting out there. He don't be do he, he don't be do playing like an idiot. Play Marvin. Play Don no not Dante. You can throw him a little bit. Play Marvin. Urson. George Hill. The starters. Put Bledsoe on the bench. Put him in when K Mitty's out because he don't want to get K Mitty going. K Mitty's just gotta do it on himself when he's there. 23-6-8 for K Mitty. 29 and 14 for Giannis. Brooke, 5 of 8, 16 and 7. Bledsoe. Two assists, three turnovers. And then they and they have the gall, the announcers, to talk about Bledsoe after his bad performance last year. No, not last year. Not last year. Every year. Every year. Not against the Raptors. Look back the previous year. Scary Terry. Scary Terry's trash. But if he has Bledsoe on him, he's scary. Anyone's scary. I don't know what I was talking about. Bledsoe could be... Well, he's important this series, but he's important for the Heat. He should be able to hoop. Look at him. He's built. He should lock up Drogic. Connaughton. Oh, he's jumping. And he could open three. But they're not giving him open threes. My gosh. Jimmy Butler. He had 10 points until that, or maybe it was 11, until that bullshit call. We gonna lose when Jimmy Butler had 11 points. And now they're talking about Giannis is going to the heat. Giannis, don't leave. Front office, get rid of Bledsoe. Hopefully we can come back. I'm not giving up hope. I'm not giving up hope. Bucks and seven. Budenholzer, you gotta get your stuff. You gotta get yourself together. Play the reliable guys. Let Giannis and K-Mitty do their thing without guys that are just going to take away from it. George Hill, he maybe he'll miss a free throw and make J and make JR run to that court. We got to get our JRs out of there. If if JR if George Hill misses a shot, we at least need some people on the court that aren't going to run back to half court instead of putting it back up. Bledsoe's one of our JRs. DiVincenzo's 
Minus 10 in 8 minutes. He's been trash since he came to the bubble. Throws the ball hard off the backboard. He had one good play. Nice drive. Pass corner. I think maybe Marvin Williams. Somebody hit a three and it was nice. Maybe, maybe it was KMD. I don't know. But we, we've got... Our two best players are better than their two best. Giannis, better than Jimmy. K-Mitty, who's their best, best player? Bammy. K-Mitty's better. 23, 6-8. 12 free throws. So, yeah. He, he went back and started trying to, go, trying to get fouls this game. And when normally that would be an off game, he gets his buckets because he, he was trying to get to the free throw line. Good shit, K-Mid. Oh, gosh. Robin Lopez. We can't grab a rebound. Throw him out there. He's not going to do some wild stuff. He's going to play his role. When when you've got the best star players, you just need to throw out guys that aren't that aren't going to ruin it. You don't need to throw all your best talent out there when you've got the top talent at the top. You need to get Corver more than 10 minutes. What did he do? Plus 11. In 10 minutes. Plus 11. He's only been... One of the best shooters in the league for, what, 15 years now? If you don't know what plus minus is, the Bucks won by 11 points when he was on the floor for 10 minutes, and we lost the game by two. Start him. No. Yes, start. I like Wesley Matthews guarding Jimmy Butler, but we need someone that's not going to keep giving him the ball because he can't do nothing off unless he's open. Wide open. Wide open. Starting lineup. George Hill will keep Wesley out there just to clamp, just to clamp Jimmy because he was on him and he was he was clamping up. I gotta give respect. I gotta give credit for that. K Mitty plus eighteen on the game. And Bud, you want to take him out when he has five fouls with three and a half minutes left? Three and a half minutes is already crunch time. Tomo, they want to run it rest him for crunch time. There's three and a half minutes left and he's off the floor. You're down six. That's crunch time. What difference does it make if he gets a six foul now or at the very end? He didn't get it anyway. So there was nothing to be worried about. And we lost. Leave him. Keep him out there. Makes the difference. Starting lineup, game three. You need to make changes. You need to. Don't be ignorant. How many years does Bledsoe have to play trash for you to keep him in? Starting lineup, George Hill. Wesley Matthews. Keep the keep the Wesley, but not the panic. We don't gotta panic. We're the best team in the league. George Hill starts. Wesley Matthew at the two. Okay, that was what we had last I I hear what you're saying. That was the starting lineup we had last game and we lost. The bench is what's key. Ilya Sova. DNP. Two games in a row. Best charge taker in the league. In this series where they call a foul for if you get breathed on. You know how many charge calls you'll get out there? Maybe get Jimmy in some foul trouble, huh? Maybe get Bam in some foul trouble before the very end of the game. Make them set some players. 37% from three on the year. 40, 47% from the field. Give him 15 minutes off the bench. Keep playing Marvin. He didn't hit his shots, but... He began boards. He's only minus five compared to some of the other guys on the bench. Content minus 19 in 12 minutes. Don't play him. Don't play him. Dante, don't play him. We don't need... And you hear Boone tell us talking about we're going to keep 
the bench, whatever, whatever. We're going to keep using all these bench players. When it gets to playoffs, you need to play your best players. People don't get tired. Or they do. But not not playing 36 minutes or less. No one played more than 36 minutes. You could play the, you could play K Mitty 42 minutes. You could play Giannis 45 minutes. I'd rather that than con, than content playing 12 minutes. Divincenzo playing it. No, get completely get rid of those. Give them DMPs. Kyle Korver six man. See, depending on how he's going, give him 18 to 28 minutes. Marvin, give him another 15 to 20 minutes. There is seven men. Throw Lopez out there for a little bit. When we're not grabbing boards, give him a shot. See what he does. He's got some, he's got some post arsenal. He holds his own on defense. He'll grab some boards. Brooke, you gotta grab a board. You got you you had seven rebounds. Okay. Two possessions in a row. You're letting Bam body you and grab the ball. You gotta you gotta go grab. He's just trying to box down. They call foul, and you still don't grab it. You're fouling and then you you fouling to get him out the way and you still don't grab it and you play well, but you gotta be able to grab a board, man. You gots to, gots to. So that starting five I said: Corver, Marvin, Ilyasova, Lopez, the trusted vets, not these wild cards. If we were the underdog, sure, throw some wild cards out there. Maybe we need the spark. We don't need the spark. We just need guys that aren't going to be a cost fest. Bledsoe's taking us to the cost festival. And I just took Bledsoe completely out of the rotation. No. No, don't take him completely out. Because 16.6 to 14. You know, that's not atrocious. He was only minus 3. Okay. Put him. No, he's the sixth man. But most of his minutes should come when Kamini's out. you got to talk to him. Tell him you're the point guard. Get other guys going. You're not a bucket. Stop taking those floaters from 10 feet out, 12 feet out. What are you, Josh Burley? Shout out Josh. You're a hooper. But some of those floaters are ridiculous. He's doing his best Josh Burley impressive. Pre impression. <sighs> Josh can make him sometimes, though. <laughs> oh, shit. Nah. Sorry, I don't want to put you in, in that. In the same sentence with Blood Show. <sighs> Yeah, I, I was saying this is a series that he could play well in the playoffs. But nope, Drogic, 4 of 8 from 3. He doesn't even try to contest, man. He gives him a little, uh, and he doesn't even try and get back to contest. On moms, he doesn't. Hero was hooping. He was giving all types of jabs, lobs. He was a steal in the draft. I don't like me. I don't like me some Hero, but my goodness, he was a steal. And I'm missing this game 7, so I'm going to be like, Unable to talk about most of the first half for the game seven, but I might come on and finish this podcast with uh, reacting to this. But that's what the Bucks need to do game three. Brooke, keep Bam off the boards. Budenholzer, get your rotation together. Stop getting flustered. You don't think your players are flustered? Watching you act, act all wild on the sidelines, running around, chicken head come off, all these expressions. <sighs> Refs. I won't even just, the last one, 
costed the Bucks. Y'all costed the Bucks, but more than just that. It was, each team had 32 more free throws. Bucks had more free throws for the whole game. Y'all didn't really cost the Bucks. It was even. And I'll admit that, but the last call costed us. I don't know what that shit is. Um, but y'all just gotta stay out of the game in general. Not okay. Most of them, you could look. Yeah, he touched him a little on the side. He got he got in the space. No. Okay, you can technically look at the rule book and call a foul almost every time. Just stop blowing the whistle every time. Make it real fouls that. Okay, maybe the rule book it's it's a foul, but if you, if they're if you're not gonna if they're not gonna if you look at it, uh, I don't even know how to describe it, bro. <sighs> if it doesn't look like a foul, don't call it. If it's not a clear foul, if what happened to what happened to the NBA cracking down on flopping? Now they reward it. I, I don't hear anything about fines for flopping. Everyone flops every play. Jake Crowder's holding K-Mitty. K-Mitty's just like, get off of me. Like, he's not, he doesn't push him. He's just like, through, get, he's grabbing his arms and he throws his arms off him. And then Crowder falls down to the ground. They call foul. Can we crack down on flopping again? Like we used to? Like a couple years ago? Now they just give reward for flopping. Now everyone does it more than ever. They, my gosh, man! If you see a, if it looks like it's a flop as a ref, don't give him the benefit of the doubt. I'd be such a better ref than these guys, man. Uh, any last thoughts, man? B Cash, what you what you got? What you got for the people? Man, I I was saying Corver trusted vet, but that was one idiotic play. You did. Fouling Iguodala. I like Iguodala. I don't want to see him hurt either. He's the one guy you want to let shoot threes. Why would you get in his space? That's the same thing that happened to Chris Milton, by the way. So don't. I, people are going to say that wasn't a foul. No, that was a foul on Dragic. He, he landed under him. And this one was a foul on Corver when he landed under Iguodala and he hurt his ankle. Why are you closing out that hard on Iguodala? He's the one person. We're good letting him shoot. And then he gets free, three free throws. You don't have to close out hard on him at all. Come on, you've been in the game too long, man. Everyone else is hitting. He's the one guy you want to shoot it from three. Him and Derek Jones when he's out there. He was left wide open, he bricked it. We want those guys shooting. Don't foul them, don't bail them out. You're a veteran. Regardless, you still had a good pull at plus minus. Oh, Basley, I've been telling y'all, Basley's been getting nice. Just hit a three, just hit the shot clock. He's tough. But that's the thoughts on that, man. Uh, any last thing? I'm probably going to come back for the end of this Thunder Rock. Yeah, I'm going to. Um, yeah, Crowder, Crowder's a dog. Jazz shouldn't have got, tried not, should at least tried not to get rid of him. Linux was splashing. Kendrick Nunn's overrated. We like when he's out there. We can come back and win this shit, but who knows if you got just rotations. I'm not going to keep saying the same shit, so pause this. Probably come back and finish it at the end of this game seven. Might go live on here as that's going. Might react as the game's going on in the fourth quarter. Or if it becomes a blow. I'll just talk about it at the end, but to be continued. I'm back. Relax now.
Game 7 of the Thunder Rockets just ended. What a game. The Rockets, James Harden did about what you would expect from James Harden in Game 7. But the role players stepped up. Eric Gordon, who I think's played pretty bad in those Rockets collapses in past years like against the Warriors, but he was hitting. Hit some deep threes and Covington. What a pickup for the Rockets. That was definitely a good move. Hit some key threes down the stretch. Can defend too. He had huge block at the rim. Who did he block? I want to say he... Nah, I don't know. He, uh, yep, Dort. It was Dort. Speaking of Dort, they lost, but that man's a star. Stocky as hell. No pause. 30. Everything I was saying about he should not be shooting. Definitely wrong. Oh, man. Both sides. Locking up Harden, too. Part of Harden not scoring was great defense on Dort, and then part of it is he just gets in his head in those big games. You can see he just, like, acts different when he's missing shots. Usually he'll get, like, a little frustrated with stuff. Like, let's go, like, get into it, like, clab, you know. He'll show, but he'll show some motion, something. Or, like, when he makes a shot, he'll show some motion. But there was just... He just looked like he was in a daze the whole game, and like he was—it's kind of like how Paul George gets too. It just—I don't know—just gets out of it. But at the end, he came through with the defense, and the announcers did some classic announcer, classic announcer stuff. I think it was Mike Green was talking about. No, anything about Harden's defense needs to stop now. Me talk about his defense. I'm just thinking. Anyone that watches basketball, I'm pretty sure knows that. Harden's been above average at defense for a couple of years. Him not playing defense, that's been over for a while now. It used to be a thing because he played no defense when Kevin McHale was a coach. I think he hated him, and he just did not try on defense. But especially in the past couple of years, he's been above average on defense. He's been good. So it wasn't really a surprise that he made some plays on defense. That's what he does. He's, he holds his own on the defensive end. The officiating much better than it was for the Bucks and uh, Bucks and Heat both ways. I mean, it was a frenzy at the end, as they were saying. Everyone was falling over, flopping all over. They didn't call anything. You love to see it. Just let them play. And I'm sure if you look through it, look at every little thing, you could call fouls probably like three different times, a little contact. But it's Game Seven at the end in the playoffs in general. We don't want to see the refs making the calls. We want to see in doubt. When in doubt, no call, unless it's a clear, obvious foul. And that's what they did. The foul at the end on the inbound was was bad call, though, but it didn't end up making a difference anyway, even if he made it. I mean, it was just a one-shot free throw. And for the Thunder, I'm sure Gallinari is the highest percentage, so they went with him, but if it's me, I'm choosing Chris Paul to take that free throw. He's the guy I'd rather go down with him making or missing it when Gallinari shot it I kind of did not was not confident that he was going to make it that it ended up mattering and in the last possession hold up pause the last possession Mark Jackson the announcer was absolutely right when he said Stephen Adams all you have to do is dive to the rim could just lob it over him it's over P.J. Tucker for layup you're seven feet something that really should have just been the call just Try screen screen other guys like they did, and then you just slipped to the rim, and it was there, and you ran to the ball at the three point line with a second left. Stephen Adams looked horrible the whole game. 
it's the same kind of thing I've seen from we seen from him like last year in the playoffs where he just looked like he couldn't move, looked like he could barely jump, he could barely like, get off the ground when they were throwing lobs to him. I haven't noticed it like earlier in the year or even earlier in the series, so maybe it's just a thing with him where he just like can't get through a whole season. He just starts to break down. But I don't know what it was, but watching that game, I, it was clear to me that he was not moving well. Not that he's normally like a super nimble center, but he could barely move. I don't know why they had. If you're not if you're not gonna drop, but that's the option for you to roll to the rim for a lob, I'm not sure why they would have him on the floor uh, for an offensive possession at the end. I'm sure they're thinking he'll set a good screen, but for the way he was playing, I would have rather had Nerlens Noel out there for for a lob opportunity. But that's just me. What else? What else? Dennis Schroeder, Chris Paul. Those guys were dogs, but Schroeder he looks good when he's playing. Like he's diving. He had a plus twelve, plus minus, but. He was just looking for too many fouls, I thought. Too many calls. He was going to the rim getting layups, and he was just, like, screaming for fouls. He wanted it so bad. I respect it. As a Bucks fan, I would love to get rid of Bledsoe for him. But he was just trying too hard to get calls, and he was just not making layups. And Chris Paul, after saying some guys are built for it, some are not, I think he's pretty much – I think he's built for it, but got to do better than that on the last possession then. And it's kind of a thing with him in this whole career. He's never had, like, a complete, like, choke where it's just, like, it's on him. But he's had moments where he he could have came through and he didn't, even though it's been a great series for him, so you can't really put the blame on him. But at the same time, to be, like, the next level, like, generational top player, got to do better than that. Ha- having having a, like, deflected and getting to shake it, Gilgis at his feet, who's hasn't really been great at getting his own shot this series. Even though he was he he's been hitting a little bit. He had 19, 6 of 11, but when he had to put it on the floor, he got blocked on mid range. Basley looked good, two of three from three, six points. Like I said, two blocks. He looks good out there. He's gonna be a player. Got a nice squad there for the Thunder, but now the Rockets are moving on. After all their role player steps up, Jeff Green five of seven, Gordon six of 11, 21. And Covington, 21-10. Next series, Rockets-Lakers is about to be probably the least interesting series for me. I Because I still want to have like some type of rooting interest when I'm watching these games. And I just don't like either team. I have, like dislike them both equally. It's basically the whole West. I kind of like the Nuggets, but I don't believe in them at all. So... And I don't love them. You know, I, I'd rather see the Jazz. I like Donnie Mitch, Donnie Mitch a lot more. Donnie Mitchie. So the West, for me as a fan, it's not really interesting to me anymore. But yeah, the Thunder. They could have... They were right there. I mean, it wouldn't have been a, surprise, a shock to me for them to win. I didn't think they were that much worse of a team. They just... The Rockets had the players that you had to put a lot of a lot of uh, thought into guarding. You had to put a lot of pressure on them. You had to keep Lou Dort in to guard Harden the whole time. I mean, he didn't, didn't throw too much at Westbrook. He just played a typical Westbrook game, 9 of 20, 20 points, 
two assists. About as good if you're a Rockets fan as you could hope from him in a game seven. Didn't cost them. Just didn't play particularly well. He just did what he had to do with the role player stepping up. But for the Lakers series, uh, man, you're going to have Davis and McGee. If, if they roll with McGee, if they don't downsize. Uh, I love P.J. Tucker on defense. And I'm not a fan of Anthony Davis. I think he's got a little bit of softness to him. But I think his skill is just too much. And, I, and the fact that I don't trust Harden at all in a big game. Like it, Lakers should have it in less than seven, five or six probably. But in those clutch situations, I mean, I'm good. I was gonna say he should be a little better when it's the Lakers because I feel like it's easier to be clutch when there's not the pressure on you that you're expected to win, so it's easier to perform in that situation. But now that I think about it, he was not performing against the Warriors when it would have been big upset. Or it would have been an upset for him to beat the Warriors. As big of an upset as it would be for the Rockets to beat the Lakers. Uh, but have, after I've settled my thoughts a little bit, I do have to say a little more about the Heat. That's a good organization. Other, other squads, other um, clubs, whatever you want to call them, they need to start taking from what the Heat do. You watch them, look at all their players. They look like they're in great shape. They look like professional athletes because they have standards. They have the testing where, um, what's his name? The black belt guy. It's getting late. What's his, what's his name? James Johnson. They wouldn't let him, they wouldn't let him come to the team because he didn't ma- match their conditioning standards. And you look at their whole team. They just all look like they're in perfect shape. They're they're ready down the stretch. They're, none of them are tired. Jimmy Butler barely looks like he's sweating. I don't know why every team doesn't have stuff like that. Because you watch, you watch these teams and some of the guys look like, you know, none, there's no fat NBA players obviously, but some of them look like could you, you could lose a few pounds. You could get a bit off you. Man, that heat culture, they don't have the star power that you would think to win a finals, but in a year like this, they have what it takes with just all the right guys. No one that, no one that as, as a Bucks fan, there's no one on their team where I'm like, yes, he's in the game, where I think that he's about to he's about to take their team down, take their own team down, like their worst player maybe Derek Jones Jr. But he makes great defensive plays. There's no one. There's no weak link at all. No one that holds them back. And for the Bucks, there's guys that when I go out there, I'm like Dante Divincenzo, and there's for a lot of teams. Eric Bledsoe, like he just doesn't fit. Like the Heat just all fit well together. And they're all dogs. Gotta give them credit, but I'm still hoping and I'm still sticking with my Bucks pick. I'm still going six or seven. I'm not not gonna switch up. And I checked my phone. You know on Twitter, on social media talking about Giannis this, Giannis that. He had twenty nine fourteen. He made plays down the stretch. Wasn't on him at all. He played a great game. Oh, man. It's a long day of hoops. It's two games, but drew my attention the whole way. Great games. Love it as a basketball fan. But let me, let me take one more look at the stats, see if there's anything I'm forgetting. 
I mean, it, okay. Last thing to wrap it up. Dan Tony. There's just no way they should fire him at this point. They're the only reason he's putting them in the best position they possibly could with that team. Westbrook is not his type of guy, but with the with the way that even if they had lost that game, that's what I was thinking. If they lose this game, it's that Harden's not making shots that he usually makes. That even in the playoffs, they're good looks. I don't know. People talking about Cameron D'Antoni. I I don't see how any, they could go any other way. But I talked about that last podcast. See anything else? That I'm forgetting. Austin Rivers at old five. Yeah, I'd rather have back Macklemore in his minutes. But yeah, if I was with Thunder, I'd have Macklemore. That guy, that guy's what? That guy's forty percent from three. Come on now. Yeah, but that's my thoughts immediately. I feel like I say but a lot. Just come with a different word. But, that, well, that's the pod for today. I'm going to catch y'all, upload this as quick as possible, and I'll see you when I feel like it. Peace.